Hello and welcome to this week's Fit Finance Sessions with myself, Tom Senegals, Tim Webb and Harry... Harry? Harry Elliston. Harry Elliston. Um, <laughs> and this week we are going to talk about bonds, baby. Um, and uh, first of all, um, not everyone's favourite or most exciting topic, so let's explain what bonds are. Henry, do you want to give us an overview of bonds and how they work and also... How do they change in price? Bonds are seen as very stable investments, but what what are their characteristics? Are there are there spicier bonds out there? I'd be delighted to tell you, Tom. Yes, spicy bonds. There could be, couldn't there? Um, but so so bond is essentially it's just a loan, right? So and and commonly the loan is made by a government, in which case they tend they tend to be quite secure loans, um, or they can be lent, or they can be loans from from companies. Um, and depending upon the size of the company will depend upon how secure you feel your loan to that company is. Um, and so then bonds will also get graded. So commonly you'll hear of AAA ratings or AA or BBB. And as you go down that scale, the, the more risky your bond is deemed to be. In other words, the less likely the, the investor feels that their, their loan will be repaid at the end of the term. And in turn, you're recompensed for that with a higher with a higher interest rate. So if you borrow from the British government at the moment, you might collect an interest rate of half a percent. Whereas if you borrow from a small, yeah, so a peer-to-peer lending site, for example, which is a similar idea, you borrow and you lend your money to a to a small builder in the UK and you would expect a 14% yield or something like that. So ultimately, that's what that's what you're looking at, and then the the value of those the value of the bond will change. It changes in two ways. So one, how much money you lend to the company, the capital value of that bond will change, and that in turn will affect the interest rate that you're getting. So if, for example, um, I lend money to the British government, but then the British government goes into dire financial straits, fewer people will want to buy that bond off me. So the value of that bond will fall. So if I lent them £100 initially, I'll probably only be able to sell on £90 of that bond. So the value of the bond has fallen. Um, but conversely, and conversely at that, at that point, for the person who has bought the bond from me, the interest rate will remain, the interest rate that, that they're going to receive will remain the same. But of course, the, the percentage yield now will have increased because they will have bought that bond for less money, but be receiving a greater level of interest on it monthly. So that's the other thing we see. So as bond prices fall, we see the yields of them increase. And that's, that's, that's the, the big play between the two. So one, it could be the lack of um, fortune you see in the company or the country in which you're investing. And the other thing can then be the interplay between interest rates that are offered by a, comp- by, by a bank, for example, and how they think that will interplay against the, the yields that are provided by these bonds. Um, and so as bank interest rates go up, you tend to find that the, the, with a guaranteed interest rate, the, the, the yield on bonds tends to fall back because people are more interested in just getting the cash value in their bank account interest rate than they are about taking the investment and worrying about whether or not their bond will ever be repaid at the end of the term. And Tim, what what's going on currently with the bond market? What are the issues with the bond market? Why 
why Bond's been struggling a little bit this year. And also if if um, if you want to avoid bonds, but you're not quite sure about going to equities, what, what are the kind of alternatives that clients can look to invest in in terms of other asset classes rather than just the standard 60-40 stock bond portfolio? Yeah, so bonds have had a bit of a, a, a tough time um, of late. Um, primary primary reason being, uh, obviously, everyone knows and we've mentioned it so many times on many different podcasts about the stimulus that's being pumped out there. And it's effectively the inflation um, um, worries because you know, typically inflation um, will erode the, the value of, of, of debt, which in this example is, you know, debt is your friend. Debt is what people are investing in and hoping to get a return from. So that's actually eroding the, the value of your um, investment, inverted commas, and, and that's clearly not, not ideal. So that, that's the main concern, although actually inflation hasn't actually come through to the surface as yet. It's actually been far more um, tamed than at least the market had worried for, um, worried about it initially. But generally speaking, bonds are, or bonds or gilts um, are sort of expected to be lower risk, a sort of a safe haven type um, asset, or at least less risky than, than the equity market. And so it, it has always been somewhere where, you know, where people deem it to be quite a, a safe bet. Therefore, you know, anyone listening to this has a diversified portfolio or an advisor or, or what have you, lower risk portfolios tend to have more bond and guilt content than, than, than equities. But sort of the question that's been pumped out there at the moment is whether or not that's going to be, you know, continuing to be the case. A major reason why um, it, it is labeled as that is because typically bond markets have less sort of bang, boom and bang moments than, than the equity market does. I, you know, we have the yeah, credit crunch, uh, all the, all the dot-com dot -com bubble, um, COVID crash, et cetera. There's very rarely ever those types of things in the bond market. Um, although there has been one, um, which I think was in the 80s, I believe, um, but it's bizarrely, it's never, never in any um, textbooks or what have you. But generally speaking, that's, that's, that's normally why. Um, and in terms of, um, sorry, 90s, big part, it was in the 90s, it was 90s, 94 actually. Um, but yeah, yeah, so that, that's, that's <laughs> although that makes a massive difference. But there you go. Sometime uh, in the past yeah. before you were born, Tim. Sorry? Sometime in the past before you were born. It's all yeah, the same. Sure. Something like that. Um, you do, I was going to say, you do see it occasionally because when Greece, they thought Greece was going to crash out of the uh, European Union back in whatever it was, 10 years or so ago, that the, the, the value of a Greek bond fell through the floor and the yields on Greek bonds went up to 14%, which, which actually then put Greece in a problem whereby they could no longer service the cost of their debt and that then pushed them even further or even closer to the brink of falling out of the EU. But obviously it all came back in the end and, and the European Central Bank sorted all that. I think, I think that's it also then comes into equity markets though because if you break the credit market i think a lot of these sort of high growth companies like netflix etc are raising lots of money on 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 the bond markets and the corporate bond market if they can't have their cheap access to funding because inflation comes through and then that leads to higher yields etc longer term then um uh, then that's going to start affecting these high growth companies. And I think that's also why, yes, bonds have been struggling a bit, but also why you've seen value equities um, doing doing a bit better. It's not the only reason, but that's an, another risk. I think, um, I think as well, the problem is with a government bond, the government can always print more money. But if the current 
the next stage will be is when currencies start to devalue massively. Um, and therefore, if the currency you're being paid back in is worth less than the than what it was uh, previously, then um, there's there's currency risk as, as well. Um, so yeah, it could be bonds. Bonds are good stabilizers, um, and I'd, I think th there are alternative investments out there like gold or uh, infrastructure. We've got some infrastructure in the property uh, in the portfolios. We've got property allocation in, in the portfolios for some diversification, but. Um, yeah, it could be it could be more volatile time times ahead if the bond market does get um, a bit uh, bumpier than it has been over the last. Well, it's been a forty year run of lowering interest rates and um, rising bond prices, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to see what happens. I don't I don't foresee there being any big ups of swing around in in bond fortunes in there in the coming years, personally. I think interest rates, you'll see interest rates at banks going up, um, which I think will, to, to combat the cost of inflation. I think inflation is a real big worry right now, and I think it, it probably will feed through. Maybe not this year, you know, the two trillion that's being pumped out by, by the Americas only just starting to go out. You push that forward 18 months, two years, there's so much more cash around that actually interest rates then start to go up and, to combat, to pull back inflation. It's one way it's pulled back and that will have the knock-on effect. It'll be worse on bonds again. Less people will want, fewer people will want bonds because they get that interest rate from the bank. And then the knock-on from that is the value of bond prices goes down further. The value for that in your financial planning actually then is that the value of annuity rates goes down even further. Um, so your pension transfer values will go up but no one will ever get an annuity because the interest rate you get in your annuity will be about one and a half percent. Yeah, and I think I think um, rates might not go up until if the, a lot of this government stimulus comes through the buying of um, the government buys the bonds and the bonds are sold in the market and there's a, there's a trade for um, banks to to buy them. But if no one wants to buy those bonds, they're issuing then they're going to have to start increasing increasing the rates. Um, uh, yeah, well, well, keeps it keeps it interesting. Um, that's the exciting world of bonds. Um, there are high yield and spicy emerging market versions out there if you like them. Um, but uh, yeah, bonds are mostly steady investments, but um, something to keep an eye on uh, at the same time as it does does affect all markets. Um, so yeah, that's it for this week. Anything more to add, chaps? No, no. Where's Squidge? That's the big question. Um, <laughs> no one quite knows where Squidge is, but um, we will keep on the lookout for Squidge, and maybe at some point there will be an appearance. Who knows? Tune in next week for critical <laughs> and uh, potentially an appearance from Squidge. Until then, goodbye. Farewell. <laughs>